May I know how to deal with every unrestrained deformance? Oh, this question is good, but it's too open-ended because to deal with every unrestrained deformant, every then, uh, <laughs> maybe uh, let me focus on the unrestrained part first. So defilements by nature is unrestrained, and so cultivation is about restraining ourselves. Yeah. So there's no such a thing as restrained defilements. Defilements by nature is always unrestrained. And hence the cultivation is about restraining them. Yeah. Uh, but depending on the type of defilements, because when you say every type of de every defilement, right, then it's a bit too open ended. Yeah. Uh, so depending on what kind of defilements, <coughs> there will be different approaches. No? Or perhaps I can answer by saying that one of the first thing to do uh, as far as defilements are concerned uh, is to recognize that defilements are harmful to ourselves. Yeah. So one of the exercises that I sometimes share with students is when you are angry, uh, don't be too quick to try to remove the anger doesn't mean to succumb to the anger and to act on the anger as well, Noah, but to go and observe what the anger is doing to us. Because until we see clearly the harm that anger is doing to us, not the other person, uh, anger itself, what anger is doing to us, how anger affects us both physiologically, emotionally and cognitively, that when we are angry, Physically, uh, we, are, we have less control of our body. Sometimes if you are angry enough, your body can tr tremor, you know. Your speech becomes a bit slurred. Uh, pronunciation go off, our pitch goes up, yeah, our breathing, because the chest tightens. Yeah, and of course it depends on individuals. Yeah. Some people, when they are angry, they become cold, meticulous and even more articulate. <laughs> But uh, so individuals have to go and observe what anger do to them. Uh, but even more importantly, is anger clouds our judgment. Yeah, we don't have to take Buddha's word for it. The Buddha described anger like um, <clears throat> that the, the agitated mind is like a pond where there are different water lilies, different plants, and so on and so forth, rock stones. But when the mud when the mud is stirred up, yeah, the water is agitated, and you look through, you cannot see what is inside. But if you let the the, the dust, the the sand, and the water settle down, then the whole pond becomes clear. Whatever is inside becomes clear. <coughs> so in the same way, if we if we don't realize that anger does this to us, and we start to look at things through angry lens, then it's very difficult to, for us to see clearly. And we may make the wrong judgment call and take the wrong actions. Yeah. So this is just one example. The same goes for greed, goes for delusion. So first thing, uh, recognize the harm that our defilements do to us. Uh, recognize how you can actually uh, uh, or how to 
identify defilements. Because many times defilements arise, we are not aware. Yeah, then we can talk about working on them. And depending on what kind of defilements, we may have slightly different approaches. Okay, I uh, hope that give you a, a starting point. Yeah. Uh, perhaps one, just one last thing to add is don't be too hard on yourself if there are defilements but also don't uh, condone your defilements yeah. uh, recognizing that there's defilements in us uh, is to see that well, don't set yourself up for failure if you expect after learning Dharma to become like the Buddha immediately then of course you will fail and one or two more times and then you get disheartened and you just give up doesn't help anybody but to have a realistic expectation of ourselves that we are unenlightened so once in a while maybe defilements may stir but not to take that as an excuse that it's okay but to have more self-awareness that this is a problem so that we are mentally prepared yeah, to work on it yeah. so it's like readiness awareness you know yeah, to know clearly where you are, you know, then you can work on it.